I am very excited that I have new episodes in the can, but in the meantime, I wanted to hit you with some bonus episodes. So don't think that these are like the end-all be-all. If you're new to the podcast, I would highly recommend going back to episode one, which is called Naming the Podcast, because it's awesome, and going on from there while you're waiting for your binge, because I have a binge (laughs) for the few weeks for you. We have a bunch of episodes we're working on right now. So please share, like, subscribe, leave reviews if you love the show. This is a very special bonus episode of the podcast with a podcast listener who I did a phone call with to get some feedback on the show, but it ended up being kind of a cool conversation. Monica is someone I met online during the COVID crisis. There was a community that had just put up some open Zooms, and so a number of us started talking, and it ended up being really cool. Like I met a lot of cool friends, and um, we stayed in touch over the podcast via email. And so I thought it would be cool to share our conversation. Um, We talked about The Artist's Way. If you haven't heard of The Artist's Way, it's amazing. Really, it's about how to unblock yourself as an artist. So a little bit of a sneak inside peek of also where we're going with the podcast here in the near future. So there's a lot more to come and we're not done. Far from it. We have more main episodes coming. So please enjoy this bonus episode with podcast listener. Monica Burning. Episodes out again, because I obviously have listened to all of the old ones, and then you had like one that was kind of just you talking. Um, Mm -hmm. I was kind of wondering if you had like a plan for that, I guess if you're editing something. I mean, what are you... I do, and it's funny because it's never supposed to go that long between episodes, which was one of the things I was really frustrated about. But kind of where it's at is that I actually have like four or five episodes in the bank, but a couple of them that I wanted to release first, and two of them are like big edits. Um, One of them I'm almost done with, which is the careers episode, which I think is going to be, you're going to like, super fun guest. And then another one that's about, um, well, this part two goes into deconstruction which okay. should be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but it's basically going to be about programming because my buddy who's a programmer, we talk about the language of programming and okay. then we apply that like kind of metaphorically to life society in like the second half and then talk about his deconstruction. So that one will be fun too. Yeah. Um, and then I have one coming up with a aspiring step woman who's actually a successful artist and hates art. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have, I'm so excited because Scott Thrift has agreed to be on my podcast. So he successfully funded like a $100,000 Kickstarter campaign based around this clock that he made. And his whole view of time is different than normal Western thought on time. So he's doing another campaign because he's doing one with the moon cycle on it. So I Instagram messaged him a couple weeks ago and he said, yeah, I'd love to be on your show. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so cool. I've been just trying to get stability back into my life so that I can have enough time to record. Cause that's yeah. been the thing. Like things yeah. have been a little hectic and I don't like doing episodes where I have to do a zoom call. Um, right. It's not my preferred. I like getting people in the space so I can really open them up, but I've done one other episode, like Justin's episode was one that we did remotely, but we had to do a lot of editing to cut out the time differential because there was like some delays and that made some weird chemistry. So we Mm -hmm. had to do a lot of work to that to make it feel 
like the rest of the show. Okay. Uh, but it's not that it can't be done. I, I know I'm going to have to because Scott's in New York. There's another guy named Stephen Bow that I want to interview who is actually a designer. He's a UX designer, user interface, who is really into the Buckminster Fuller Institute. And they're talking about how to remake the world, basically. So like all the stuff I was kind of telling you about positivity, kind of thinking of this as a, a time to realign with what we really want. Like he's yeah. talking about that on a practical level in terms of design. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I've been waiting to do a show with him. I have another one with a producer that I've worked with who discovered Macy Gray. Uh, so yeah, I got some stuff. I just got to get, I got to get on a release schedule. Cause I know like that's the number one way to grow podcast. <laughs> but, well, yes, that's true. Um, but I mean, everything has been crazy for everyone. So it's not like, I don't know. I feel like in a way it's not like, Oh man, I need to get, do, give some big explanation, but that's a, that's a thing that, you know, it's like, Sometimes that keeps people from doing stuff. I know that's something that's hard for me. I'm like, I feel like I need to do all this explanation or fix something or whatever. And so then it like keeps me from doing things. And, you know, in a way that part doesn't matter as long as it's like moving forward or whatever. Yeah. Well, and the things are moving forward pretty well. There's a lot of internal stuff that I won't go into, but just like figuring out a way to have certain things done more consistently. So I don't have to be like doing all the things. So I've been kind of, that's been my main focus in the last two years. And so I think there's some of that that's going to lay the groundwork for more consistency when it comes to releasing episodes. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the show, what you really like, what was confusing, like what, like just, yeah, let me know kind of what it's like being a listener who's never heard it. Well, I have very much enjoyed a lot of the things about it. Um, I, I feel like there's things that are probably going to sound more negative than even what I mean when I'm, when I'm saying things. <laughs> um, because it does feel like the different, I don't know, topics or interviews or whatever, a little bit more random than maybe I would have originally thought or liked or whatever. But I also know since it's like, this is the beginning, you know, that's, how you figure out some of these things and you obviously had an idea of what you wanted to talk about. And I feel like it has definitely, um, been in like within all of that. Um, but one, one of the things that I definitely know is that it's hard, like even for me to try to explain it to somebody, like I had told Nolan, you know, from the liturgist group, I said, did you know that that Stephen has podcast because, really interesting I think you'd like it you know and he was like yeah I heard that he did but I haven't looked at it I haven't looked it up yet or whatever you know and he was like what's it like and I'm like um (laughs) 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 um but it was also really interesting because it was like it seemed like he was already convinced to have it on his list or whatever you know just from whatever he had heard from you and it was hard to be like I don't know how to like what, what to tell you about what it's about or whatever, but I don't know, like it's still been really interesting. I've definitely enjoyed hearing the stuff um, that people have talked about. I, a lot of times when I listen to different podcasts, I really feel like I want to meet this person and talk to them myself, you know, yeah. and I have felt like that a lot about these people that you have interviewed. And I know at least, you know, so far the ones I've listened to, these are like people that you're friends with. Yeah. Um, And I really like that. It's like, 
this is a conversation we're going to have and we're friends because that's a different thing than what you get sometimes from different friendships and stuff. Um, yeah. I really like that part. Um, I really cool. like that, that it's like, these are people that I know that are interesting um, because I think sometimes people are like, Oh, I got to find a famous person or something, you know, more like that, that yeah. is interesting and you can still learn stuff. And I love those kind too, but it's, I think more exciting sometimes to hear from like somebody that you have definitely not, not heard of before or, you know, well, that's been the challenge. And I try and write really good show notes for that reason. Everybody who's on the show is someone you probably don't know. So Mm -hmm. I have to be conversational and I have to get you into their world and get you into their inner world and get you to identify with them. And maybe even if you're not in their art form, but also, like, I don't want to just go, oh, well, this person has a BA in this and this person, blah, blah, blah. Like, a lot of people do it interview style. I think that's boring. Like, so, yeah. and I tend to know a lot of interesting people. So mm-hmm. I think I've got, I mean, my list of potential guests right now is about 150 long of uh, people I personally know who I could interview. <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> I don't know that many people that I could interview. And yeah. I want to be on your podcast, but it's also because I just want to be on everybody's podcast and be able to talk about stuff <laughs> um, like have one myself or I don't know what the deal is. I think I've mentioned some of that to you before. I'm kind of hoping this artist way thing, which I have started by the way. I was going to um, ask you, how's that going? It, I'm hoping that is helpful to figuring out what that means for myself. Um, it's been, it's been weird so far. Um, I'm trying not to be really like, okay, this is what I'm going to do for this week, but because I don't want to feel like I'm overcommitted and I fail, but I don't want it to be like, okay, now I'm going to do this. And I already feel like I'm more on that platform than feeling super committed to it. Um, but I've done the morning pages for about a week now, I guess, because I started like right after Um, I didn't have a job and that was like, that was not on purpose. It was like just the timing of getting it and what I was thinking already. And I thought that was really interesting. Oh, that's super cool. Um, (laughs) it's almost like a synchronicity. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, but it, I mean, it's definitely something that can be very intimidating. Um, the morning pages have been really interesting because in some ways what you're writing is like nonsense of who cares. You know, like, let me just get this stuff out of my brain. But I have found different things that are like, wow, this is really interesting. Or I never really, like, I didn't think about this point to the end like I am when I'm writing it or whatever. Um, And so that's been interesting. And I'm really curious to see what might come out when I'm feeling more just, like, comfortable with some of the things rather than intimidated. Right. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really just kind of curious to see how this all goes and to see what comes out of it and how this might work for me. And if I can find some sort of like platform or something, whatever mm-hmm. that means for myself, um, because I know that cool. I have a lot of things to say and there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of value in my experience in my yeah. life and I don't, have a way to share that. Um, people have suggested, you know, finding some sort of volunteer thing or something. And it's like, 
it still doesn't feel like the right thing. And so I don't know why, I don't know what that means. And then there's like even kind of what I've been thinking when I listen to your podcast, like I really enjoy listening to this, but then when it's in a level, which I don't actually know where yours falls in levels of popularity or listening or whatever, but when it's like these people that people haven't heard of or whatever, you know, it's not going to be as popular or it's not going to be able to be as found as easily or, you know, some of that kind of whatever. Um, and that's how I feel myself. Like it's just kind of fallen into the background of everything because everyone does this. It's really popular, but whatever. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be like that. I don't want to feel like that. Um, And when I just think about different ways to do stuff, um, like even like when you watch different stuff on the news and it's like all of a sudden everyone's seen this video or everyone has seen this picture or whatever. And it's like, that's not what their, their point was, or, you know, like maybe it kind of is like, I keep thinking of, you know, there's different TikTok videos that this happened with, um, especially when they're related to political things or, the most recent one that I know of is that girl at her school who took the picture in the hallway and then she like got suspended, but then she got unsuspended or something and like all this craziness. And like, she just took the picture thinking, I don't think this is good. I just, you know, kind of want a record of it. And then it's like the whole world knows about this all of a sudden, you know? Yeah. And, And when you do something trying to figure out how to make it the kind of thing that the whole world knows about, it's not going to work. <laughs> That's true. It's, you know, actually if you're hitting on something that a lot of musicians deal with. It's like, I make this record and I want everyone to hear it, but because they need everybody to hear it, it becomes three times as hard. Yeah. Get people to hear it. Yeah. You know, that's exactly true. But if yeah. it's the accidents that, and then people go, I hate you because you just, you didn't even try much. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And I think that is just like, it's a really interesting part of the whole thing. So I don't know what to do with that related to your podcast, but I feel like it's relevant. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I think, I think you're right. And I think, you know, part of the thing is, is that I, I've realized that I have to keep doing what I want to do regardless yeah. of what anybody else thinks. And that's been the part that's been freeing for me. Cause I finally found kind of found a format for it. I already had something in mind. But right. it's just to like, continue to challenge myself to be authentic and to do things that I want to do. Like, um, yeah. you know, and that, that's, I think, that's, I think, the main point of it, you know, and then just you do it because you're going to do it anyway. And it doesn't matter who listens to it. It's nice that people listen to it. But, um, yeah, I'm glad you've enjoyed it. To your point about how to describe it to people, we've been working on coming up with a tagline for the podcast. So, like, Tim Ferriss' show is, like, we deconstruct the tips, habits, and tricks of highly successful people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like that, he says that kind of reflexively at the beginning of every show. Mm-hmm. And so when I have something like that, that I can throw in every once in a while, that'll help the listeners too yeah. um, with what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think then you'd be able to say, oh, it's off the cuff conversations with creatives or whatever. Like I, I actually, I think I have one. It's way different than that. But <laughs> yeah. I think part of the point is, you know, uh, to quote Nat from one of the episodes, it's like to, to describe what creativity is, is part of the, what the language is, right? It's it's one of those things that's really hard to define. And part of the impulse for the show is that it's really difficult to describe to people 
what you're doing as a creative, especially if you're being forward thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, one of the things that I wanted to do was touch on things that creative people, no matter what art form they're in, tend to deal with, like yeah. spouses or parents misunderstanding them, people mm-hmm. telling them to get a real job. Uh, you know, yeah. problems with writer's block, lack of motivation. Yeah. Like here I am to show up to do my work. Why don't I want to sit and do it? Why am yeah. I blocked? How do I unblock? Someone who's unblocked, how did you unblock? Why, what was it that you find? Because what I'm finding is that creativity is really soul-straining. So mm-hmm. for me, that, that's kind of my intention is to weave that sort of soul work into the conversation in sort of a subtle way. Yeah maybe even yeah. a subversive way, because I don't know if people realize that that's what they're, I know actually one of the, the, the stunt women I, I, I interviewed about art. I mean, she said that she's like, this is, I like to draw when I'm upset. And so when I'm happy, I don't want to draw. <laughs> yeah. So it's how I work through things, you know? So it's just like, I'm glad I can make money from this, but mm-hmm. it's my fallback. And I really would just rather be doing active things with my body. So yeah. like for me, because I'm kind of doing this, I'm, weaving this meta thing throughout number of episodes when I do release the careers episode what you'll kind of see is that the ways that a career advisor would go through and teach you how to know yourself with regard to the fact that hey you need to work with your hands or hey you need to work with people or hey you are not very conventional so you should not be in an office where someone's telling you what to do like those yeah. kind of things that somebody might use on a more practical front when the irony is the whole episode, this woman is the most like polymastic world traveled, like, Oh, I wanted to be in the UN and then I wanted to do this. And then I ran with the bulls and then I blah, 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 blah. It's like, so the question comes back around to the question of, well, well, Teresa, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she says, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing about that question is that like, that's almost everyone's answer. Like, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. What does that mean? And it's yeah. kind of a dumb thing that like society does and puts on us. And like, this is like, this really is a lot of kind of where my struggle is with a lot of things, like even just in my own life and how I've felt like the artist way book would be helpful. And a lot of what you're saying is kind of that idea that's in there that I, I don't remember how much you said you've looked at it, but I think that is something that you could probably recognize as, you know, what makes it so weird and complicated. And it is like the point of the artist way book is to remove some of those hindrances or those expectations that come from society and things like that to just find what is inside of you. Yes. And I really think like overall society could really benefit from more of that kind of attitude rather than what is happening, especially yeah. when you look at what's really going on in the world right now, you know, like it's, I it's 100% agree. and there's a probably things that we could do that would be great or that are creative or whatever. And like, there's been different ways that people have had to be innovative in that way to be successful in this time. Right. And I think part of what has made it so hard is that we're not taught to be able to do that or to understand how or whatever, because that doesn't have anything to do with what's happening in like schools and things like that. And I know for myself, that is, a lot of why I feel like such an outcast in general, because I do not think the same way as other people. I do not do things the same way as other people. 
like even looking at my jobs, especially with what happened now, like it's because the way that I operate and the way that I do things and the way that I understand things like is not the standard way of society or whatever. And like, I I don't work well, like under someone or like with a boss or whatever, but the way that it's set up, it, I'm not a good person to just suddenly be somewhere on like the top or whatever, where I could be in charge, even if I am more of that kind of a person. And I am not someone who's like really capable of doing that, like on my own or without some sort of help, because I right. feel like I need some sort of interpreter or something. And I know that has to do with the, the artistic chaos part of me that I don't know how to deal with, you know, and well, and also being good at that requires mentorship. The people who are good at leaders (laughs) don't automatically become good leaders. They are groomed as good leaders. Somebody in their life, they ended up in a place where someone took them under their wing. And I don't know if you remember the episode of me and Wendy, but um, the design episode, Uh, but she was my first boss and I didn't go, I wasn't going to go into design. I was going to go into music, but you know, it didn't matter. The things I learned from her, I took with me and learned to be a successful freelancer because of the way that she did ran her company, the way she, basically for me, it came down to the way she translated the softer side of what she did in this very objective world that required deadlines Mm -hmm. and, you know, art yeah. but art for someone else like I yeah. learned how to do that and it didn't yeah. even matter that it wasn't music <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. I, I do I do remember that because there are different things that you can learn from other people to do with like just the practical functioning of something that you can apply to other things and that does feel like what that's what's missing from my life and I know I have been frustrated in a way that I haven't really been able to identify that I don't have someone that's like a mentor or something like that. Like that really is a big part of what I feel like is lacking in my life. Not necessarily because I need somebody to tell me what to do, but like, that's the kind of thing that I need help with. It's like, I don't know what to do with this. I don't understand. I don't know how to get here. And that that's like our society's not set up in a way that makes that work. But I yeah. think it's something that you can find and, I mean, I think, I don't know how much that could be something that you could focus on, but if you're looking at some of these things that aren't necessarily like traditional part of life, but are still really important that people wouldn't necessarily deny are important, you know, like right. I think that could be really good and helpful too. Yeah, and, I agree. Yeah, I remember when I was listening to it kind of being like, man, I need someone like that. Or I wish, you know, there was something like that in my life and that there was a way that I could have some sort of direction or something. And the thing I keep thinking about that I'm sure you've heard, I don't remember exactly the quote, but it's something about like the way school works. If a goldfish is being judged by its ability to climb the tree then it will live its whole life thinking that it's stupid. Yeah. Yes. That's the way it works. And I'm like, that's how I feel as an emotional person in a very logical world. Yeah. Yeah. And And it turns out it's a strength. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm a a goldfish. Can I go be in that one over Uh there? Except, you know, and then they're like, no, you can't. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess whatever. And, 
the thing even with school with me was that I'm still smart enough that I didn't have to try and people didn't even know that I was doing things that way. Mm-hmm. And as it's turned into things with my adult life, it's actually proven to be harder because I don't know how to like get tasks done and follow other rules and work with deadlines and things like that because I never had to and I never learned how. And then it's like, how do I teach myself? And yeah. so, yeah. Well, not I mean, only that, but not everybody in the art world is cut out for that too. Like well, sometimes it's so contrary. Now you seem <laughs> like you could learn, but there are other artists I work with who's like that at all. No, don't try. <laughs> like let's try yeah. another approach. Like yeah. that's the thing. And, and people don't know, like, the question of whether or not you're entrepreneurial or not, the question of whether you want to work for yourself, the question of whether you really don't care about any of that stuff and you just need to have some sort of safe cocoon to make art in, like, it depends on the person. And, yeah. you know, sure. it, and I think a lot of times, like you said, it's, it's that maybe certain parts of you are underdeveloped and it's not that you can't, it's that you never, you never develop that part too. So yeah. we all have to do things we're not good at sometimes and yeah. I think there's varying degrees of aptitude at those things, which it seems like you already have the aptitude. You just lack the guidance where yeah. I have a friend, like I think I talked to you about him, who has like no desire and very little aptitude in some of those areas. And <laughs> I mean, that's also part of the problem. I think part of him is looking for someone to rescue him through those mm-hmm. things. Like he wants somebody to do all the business part for him. And then I've seen countless stories of that in the business world and the music business. I mean, you listen to Tim Ferriss show where someone relies on a partner to do one half of all the things. And then that partner takes everything they did, you know, and um, it's like that happens too. So it's it, it, like you said, yeah. develop that inner guidance and that inner fortitude and kind of like be your own teacher but then to know who to mentor with and why and what you're learning from them and for how long. And those things, and, you know, maybe you take a job in something that you're gaining something that, you know, like I said, it's not, uh, I'm not a graphic designer, (laughs) but I learned so much from that job. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I really, I mean, because society in general is not good at seeing or focusing on or whatever these things, then I think it it makes it even more important to have some of this idea or direction or whatever that we're talking about. So, I mean, it sounds like this is already maybe kind of what you were thinking anyway with direction, but as a way to be a more, like a more concrete thing, you know, like you said something about the tagline or whatever, then maybe something like that would be good because I know that there's been a lot of those kind of things in there because sometimes someone can be a mentor that's like somebody that you've never met that's possible and you can learn things from someone else or, you know, something that you've read or something that they've shared or whatever. Um, And it's harder to do when you have to do it as like, I don't know, parenting yourself or however you say it. We're Um, parenting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's something that is possible. And when other people are talking about how they got there or how they're doing that or what happened in their life that got them to be in that place or whatever, that is really good and helpful too. And I mean, one of the things that I've really noticed in general in society is how important it is to just talk about things and to bring them up and to yeah 
correct false information and all of these like little things that like people do not get it or they do not understand. And it's easier just to kind of go along with things and be complacent. And like that part has been more obvious to me than anything else lately. Um, and well, especially I, in times like this where all the systems are falling apart. Yeah. All the things that we relied on to keep us comfortable are up, upended and the people who are supposedly in the know don't know. Like, yes. Yes. it's helter-skelter. <laughs> yes. And bringing, bringing something that can, like, even just give hope to that idea that it's possible rather than, oh, I always learned that I was supposed to be complacent and now I don't know what to do with myself. Like, it's hard to get out of that place because I feel like my whole life I was fighting against the let's just be complacent thing and still somehow figured out how to be stuck in that system at the same time. And I think that's some of what has me so whatever crazy I'm feeling and like just confused. But I'm, I mean, I've, I've been for a while kind of fighting and looking for something to be helpful and have been making an effort to, try to help or save myself or whatever. And it sometimes looks like that's not what's happening or that's not how this is working or whatever, you know, you're not getting anywhere, but then it's like you kind of wake up one day and realize, wait, this is something that I already knew that I wanted a long time ago, but I forgot, or, you know, like just all of those kind of things. Um, and I definitely feel overall like, all of the podcasts and things that I have listened to, especially more recently are the same kind of attitude or direction and like encouragement. Um, I know I've talked to my parents different times about what's happening in society overall and giving them different facts and things. And like, I remember my mom saying something about like me really knowing what I was talking about and, you know, like doing my research or whatever. And the thing that's interesting is that I really didn't make any efforts to do so other than having myself immersed in these places that already did or talked about some of these things or some of these interests or, you know, like had interviews with these kind of people who are in these things. And then when this becomes popular, then here we are where we already know that this fact or this, thing or can see that what is being said is real or whatever. And there's a lot of people who don't pay attention or listen to the news or find it important or they can't figure out how to trust it or whatever. And like, even that is, it takes some effort to try to figure out, but once you are in practice of it, it is not hard. And I think people making the effort to fight for themselves and to think for themselves which is an artistic factor, I think that is really important to helping society get somewhere that's not here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you said you talked about reminding yourself of something you had thought of before, but somehow lost track of. Yeah. And I think that's part of the value in the morning pages too, because yeah. as soon as you learn to uncork your unconscious and you yeah. just let it out, then yeah. things can come out that have been buried for a long time. Yes. And sometimes in response to what's going on and other times in response to what you haven't yeah. paid any attention to in a long time. Yeah. 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 Well, I, um, you mentioned Tim Ferriss a couple of times as far as podcasts. I don't actually know when podcasts 
started and things like that. But I feel like a lot of people took information from like how he did things and how he progressed and used them. Um, and I don't know how true that is, but I feel like from my understanding of how long he's been doing it and things like that, um, that that's a lot of how the structure, at least that I like has become that way. Um, I really like, the detailed show notes that he does, even though I almost never look at them or need them for anything. It's nice to know that they're there. Coming from somebody who spends about 40 to $60 per episode doing show notes. <laughs> like, I know what you mean. I appreciate them too. I'm like, somebody's looking at the links. Somebody yeah. is reading yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, no. And, but it's nice. Cause like, sometimes it is like, Oh yeah, they talked about that thing. What was it? How can I find it? And like, if you can just remember who the person was, he, have it on the thing where you don't have to go listen to a whole episode all over again, you know, and just some of those kind of things. And just the idea of this is the kind of people that I want to talk to or listen to or whatever. It is really interesting depending on the person, like the podcast who's making it or whatever, like, because there is definitely a specific structure or direction that they take it in. And that really is just more like the creative identity or whatever. Um, And yeah, I mean, even as far as yours, I definitely feel like there is that there, but it's not the kind of thing that I know how to describe to someone or even to myself. Like what you feel it, but you can't describe it. Yeah. Would that be accurate? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, we have thrown around the idea of doing topicals. You keep mentioning mentorship, for example, and Mm -hmm. Uh, I had a really brilliant intern who unfortunately got really busy working at Warner Brothers, and so she hasn't been able to help me lately, but um, (laughs) I hope she comes back. She was brilliant. So we were going to go through the bulk of episodes and actually take out certain topics and do, like, super episodes at some point. So, like, have, like, imagine every fifth or tenth episode is a meta episode about a topic, like mentorship (laughs) or, like, and the Stephen Bow episode, when we do record it, he is a mentor, so we will go into that topic again. That was actually, sometimes I go into these conversations with a loose idea of what I want to talk about, but I try never mm. to make it too solid because I like when they evolve in tangent um, and come in, and go in unexpected ways. But like for Wendy's episode, mentorship was a key point that I wanted to touch. So um, yeah, we'll mm. have Steven's episode, hopefully, if he ever gets a microphone. Um, <laughs> Cool. We did it. is because I'm pretty sure that I know, but I don't. <laughs> he hasn't jumped on very often. He teaches in Toronto and okay. he and I and Kenzie did a studio event where we did like a design gathering one time. That was fun. Okay. And, then, and then all the young ones were like, we should do this. And I'm I like, okay. Talking about that. Yeah. And then, and they're like, we should keep doing this and we should have a list. And I'm like, okay, great here. I'll help you like, go ahead. And then, you know, they, they didn't follow through, which is typical creative, right? That's something I've been counteracting in my own life is like, I had to build a company to help build some <laughs> consistency underneath myself. Cause I'm a creative too. So it's like, I'm working on a record and then I'm like, Oh, let's make a podcast. And then it's like, Oh, well the podcast is though, but yeah, that's right. There's this music video thing we have to do. And, and then I'm like, you know, so that's the hardest thing is trying to build, you know, get people who are the doers and the J's on the Myers Briggs, like in your organization. So they keep things on a schedule and they give me the reminders that I need to kind of jog my memory and go, Oh yeah. Podcast. I was really excited about, 
hey, what was yeah. I excited about? And then like actually having people write it down and they'll be like, oh, you were talking about this. You were going to talk to Scott Thrift. And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not easy, you know. But yeah, so uh, anyways, meta episodes. And then the other thing in terms of like getting a little better contact with the guests, um, there's not trying to tell too many people about it yet because it's, it's a long way out of development. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to make content with the guests. So the idea was Jen Fisher has a visioning process that she's helped like number of people through. She's a producer, film producer. She's helped other producers help like set their vision. So she's like, Steve, you can have this. And I'm like, well, I need you. I need you sitting down with me as the the other person doing it, like helping me through it. And she's like, oh, okay. So then she moved. So we'll have to do it. If she comes back around, she had a big life transition. She's like, Steve, I'm too busy for this. I'm like, okay, well, now it's not the time then. I also wanted to do one with my friend Nat on making your creative space, like how to actually design your studio or your art studio or your. um, I would find great help in that because. Yeah. Especially right now where it's like, I have all this time and you know, this new idea of wanting to find some artistic, whatever. And I very much feel like I don't know where to start or how to do that. I know there's chaos in my house that I need to like get out, but I don't know how to do that. I'm hoping I figure that out in this process of what I'm doing. I think that's kind of the idea. And I've definitely been feeling more motivated for some of those things, but that this was episode four. He helped me design my studio, my oh, recording yeah. studio. I didn't remember that. Okay. Yeah. So I've talked to him about that. And the problem is, is that, you know, he's super creative and super artistic on himself. So getting him to even want to do something like that, there's all kinds of, yeah, but this, and yeah, I'd have to have this. And, you know, we'd have to have like, <laughs> basically what we need is we need a, we need to build an entire set that he can decorate and redecorate. Yeah, we need a crew. I remember it now. Yeah, we need a crew and we need like all this stuff. So, I mean, it's kind of on my long-term goals, but I do have the goal of trying to figure out what kind of content that we could make. And I have a a white-labeled version of Teachable. It's not Teachable, but it's something else. It's called Heights Platform or something like that, where you can actually log in and take a course, like do a video course, sort of master class style. So that's one way I had thought about doing it. Um, I'm trying to convince Therese to do a career assessment PDF or something so that people can get in touch with her if they want career advice. But right now she's, I mean, it was funny because up until three months ago, she was working for a junior college. And she has this entrepreneurial streak. I think she'd like to do it, but she has kids. So she's been, I mean, rightfully distracted right now. She's got her kids home all the time. And she probably didn't have a lot of extra free brain space for that. But I've kind of got that in the back of my mind going, okay, well, I'm going to have to give her a call and give her a little nudge and say, hey, are we doing this? Because I'd like to launch that. Well, that makes me think of the weird things about society that are totally disconnected. The government trying to decide and thinking people are like mooching off of whatever like that's not what's happening guys right what's happening yeah. is the stuff isn't available and if they're yeah. sitting at home like because they're not trying to find a job they're not going oh my gosh i love my pool i'm so relaxed and this is such a great life no <laughs> that's not what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> yeah well hey this was super helpful um, and thank you for being willing to share was there any other feedback that you wanted to commit well, to memory 
I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's probably more things and maybe if I was more expecting your call, I might've had a better plan of what to say or whatever, but obviously everything's a little crazy in my head anyway. Um, yeah. but I think that's kind of everything. Like I know that was very abstractly explained, but I was kind of wondering some different things like how many people you have that do it. Is it just you? Is it like you're, you have some ideas of some people that you want to like collaborate with or whatever, but is it really the podcast is just me, but I have a ton of people for ideas for guests. And then my artist advisement consulting company, I'm in the process of building like a small freelance team that can help me with promotion Okay. But that's not launched. That's been part part of the thing you heard in that last episode I just recorded was my frustration over how that keeps getting delayed. Because <laughs> I know how big this could be when I'm organized, but it's really hard to get it yeah. off the ground, especially yeah, yeah. with everything that's going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of what I was wondering because it's like, I know I've had my idea before of I want to start a business or whatever. I don't remember if I told you anything about that. But I'm back to leaning towards, I don't think this is what I want to do. But a lot of it is because I know that I can't just do it by myself. And the yeah. part that I need help with would be someone else's brain that works that way. And yes. so mine is not the one that does that. And so it can be hard to do that. But I know if I found like someone who could or someone who was interested or committed or whatever to be able to do that with me, like that it could be really easy. And I wasn't quite sure where you were with some of those kind of things yourself. And then you're obviously talking about different ideas you have that are like, this can come out of this, but then this requires this person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of like where you are with that stuff. Cause yeah, I think that would be really cool. I think I had sent in one of my emails to you that I do have a couple friends who in some ways sound similar to at least some of the people that you've interviewed and have had different ideas of stuff to do yeah. musically and things. And I'm not quite sure where they're at with all of those things. And that's part of what makes me think about like just some of this stuff, because I don't know what is the same about it. I just know what I'm hearing that I'm not familiar with really on either side. sounds very similar. Like I've right. talked to Nolan about some of his music stuff. And it's like, I really don't know anything about what I'm talking about, but I've heard enough of it that I can kind of understand. Right. So in other words, some of the things that I'm doing are things that other people are struggling with too. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. When that's actually been an idea of mine was to figure some of this stuff out, write it down in such a way that's friendly to creatives and help them do it. Yeah, that's that's kind of the synergy between my company and my podcast. It's like the yeah. podcast gets me out there, talks about all these things philosophically, kind of develops ideas yeah. and gets the message out. And then I'm going to be working with people on certain solutions. And then hopefully at some point, I'd like to be able to take very, very modular versions of those and gift them to other creatives who are in business for themselves and help yeah. them with content like templates even, I mean, a situation now that I'm working on is I have my virtual assistant helping one of my consulting clients because he's got a project he needs to do some letters for. So I'm subcontracting her to help with the letters. So, yeah. you know, stuff like that. 
It's about learning how to communicate and learning about the layers. There's different layers to it and people have different reasons for feeling and thinking. I mean, I do think that's one of the other things I've really been enjoying about exploring the different art forms is to see where the similarities and the differences lie between people and why they approach things the way they do. Um, Because, you know, I mean, the people who tell me like, you know, you should just get a job. They're not wrong. Right. <laughs> They're trying to be helpful, but it's just, if I tried to do that, it would crush my soul and it wouldn't yeah. work, yeah. you know? And so yeah. like, yeah, well, that's how I feel about my own life and my own job and my own whatever is like, what is going on? And when do I get to do something that I want? Why do I have to have a job and why do I whatever? And yeah, part of why I feel like this could be really good because maybe I could be okay long enough that I could figure something out right now. I don't know what that means. Because I feel really, I guess, like, excited. It's like, having yeah. conversations like this feel very life-giving. But I don't know what yeah. that means other than this is a good direction for me. And what Yay. I'm well, I'm glad, you know, part of my not. personal enjoyment comes from that. So I'm glad to hear you say that because I hope that the things that I'm contributing to what I'm communicating is giving that feeling. Yeah. I feel like this is a great opportunity. Honestly, right now, a lot of things are changing and it's, chaotic and painful and scary or it could be amazing because a lot yeah. of the things we were doing just didn't work anymore so, yeah yep yep yeah. yeah and everybody was slowly like killing themselves being bored yeah. like or unhappy yeah yes yeah. you know do you want to be slowly dying for the next 50 years or uh, would you rather just yes. start over <laughs> pick something exactly. better <laughs> exactly. yeah yes, yes yeah yes. well hey i got to get my son home because my wife has been texting me this whole time saying when are you getting home um but yeah we should chat again i'd be curious to talk to you a little bit more about like i'm glad that you're experiencing some freedom enjoy it i'll just say before we go one of the other things i'd hope to get into in the show was people's highs and lows regarding working for themselves. Cause I grew up in the film business where you're either making a lot of money and you get this call and you're working your tail off for 16 hours a day for yeah. six weeks and you get this load of cash and then you don't work for six months, three months, six months. And you're, you have to like deal with that. So, you know, I have friends like Nat who, you know, we kind of came up in that whole environment. So it's almost like we like to laugh to each other and say, you know, guess we're pretty well off in this situation because we have a high tolerance for uncertainty. Yeah. That's already been trained into us yeah. where your, your average person that finds themselves unemployed is just like, what do I do? You know? Yeah. So yeah. my best advice is enjoy yourself. <laughs> well, that is what do I do. Your, your journaling. So as much as I can. You said yes to it right when you needed to. And then you will discover yourself and that will help you gain the inner insight into where you should go next. And sometimes that inner insight is smarter than you think it is. Well, thank you. I think yeah. that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. There's a lot more things that I could tell you that sort of don't matter and not sure how much this helps your podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's super helpful. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll talk again. Um, I am starting to equalize. Um, it's been a big transition the last two weeks, but it's going well. So thank you for allowing me to retain that info. It's very helpful. And um, I'm glad I'm, I'm definitely going to keep doing it. I mean, to me, it's the most important thing that I'm doing. Like, yeah. I am enjoying this more than anything else. 
So uh, there will be more episodes and it's just another reason to get that career episode out. So hopefully you'll be hearing it soon. (laughs) Well, I know I'll be excited when it says new episode. And I'll I'll text you the tagline when when we have one. So if people ask, you want to tell them about it and they have a normal people way to learn about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the other thing I'm trying to do is learn how to translate between different styles of perceiving. So yeah. like things like a tagline, there's a reason for all that stuff. All right. Well, thanks, Monica. Be well. Thank you. And I'll talk to you uh, probably next week. Okay. Yeah. Sounds all right. Good. All right. Thanks. So, yeah. Bye.